are listening to the BZ Powercast, episode 46. As per usual, I'm your host, Black Six, and I would like to thank you all for downloading the show. We've got a fairly brief show this month. I start out by talking to BZ Power reporter Chocolate Frogs as the next part of our staff interview series. Then, Windrider comes and joins me for this month's How To BZP. And to close things out, Holly, Husky, and Janice have another dramatic Bionicle comic reading for you all. So let's get to it! Okay, so it's time for this month's BZ Power staff interview. Our lucky victim this time is Chocolate Frogs. How's it going? Going pretty well. How about you? Not too bad. So uh, we asked the members for some questions, and they delivered, so now you get to be the subject of their twisted imaginations. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Go ahead. All right. Uh, so Flerdrick, the Forgotten One, has a few. He first asks, did you name yourself Chocolate Frogs because you tried frog legs dipped in chocolate? You bet. Except, no, not at all. Huh, that that's completely blows all my theories I had about the origin of your name. You can try a break fair if you want. <laughs> Alright, uh, next, what's the best thing you like in the world? The very best thing, living. That's a Being pretty alive. good one. It's uh, definitely better than the alternative, I suppose. Alright, uh, do you know what this button on my right is? It's red and big and says, do not touch. If I understand that correctly, I think you're probably standing a little too close to the button in the first place. And you definitely should not touch it. Yes, but do you know what it is? Yes, but I can't tell you. All right. Well, I guess we better make sure no one touches that then. Please. <laughs> All right. Well, Flurtrick's last question is, am I wasting time? Time you enjoy wasting is not time wasted. Oh, that's deep. Getting philosophical on this uh, episode. All right, well, moving on. Malignus has a few questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, do you consider this question helpful? Yes. Very. Get my mind moving. Thank you. <laughs> what is your favorite color? I see. That's green. How often do you dream about farm animals? I don't think I've ever jumped about farm animals, but I'll keep. I'll let you know as soon as I do. Yeah, it seems to be uh, something on a lot of BC Power members' minds. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I still have yet to figure that one out, but there it is. Uh, so Malignus also asks, what is your opinion of Mega Brand's Chocolate Toads line? I am definitely a purist. I've got to stay away from everything else. Uh, so I shouldn't tell you about the, the Creo Starship Enterprise I have on my desk right now? That's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite doctor? It's a, it's a split between 9, 10, and 11. Uh, I don't know if you can... Uh, that's a bit of a cop out there. <laughs> I definitely uh, I can imitate Matt Smith the most, but 9 has a special place in my heart. Yeah, yeah. David Tennant was pretty awesome. Actually, no, you're talking about Christopher Cleston. Yeah, yeah. He's well, you cool. never forget your first doctor, right? Right, right. And in that case... Tenant was my very first episode, but then I, I immediately went to nine. Okay, I see. I got you. Uh, which is your favorite novel? 
got a few. Uh, I just finished American Gods by Neil Gaiman, and that takes top dog on like the most best, beautifully written thing I've ever ever had the pleasure to read, and hopefully will have the pleasure to read once again. What was your first Bionicle set? That would be Toa Liwa from 2001. I was walking through Toys R Us, and they had him, and I picked him out over all the other five. I'm surprised there's actually a question about Bionicle here. Yeah, <laughs> um, moving on, though. Who is your favorite Bionicle character? Liwa or Kopaka, because he's pretty awesome, and Tohatu was probably my second Toa set, and he was so cool with his legs. I immediately started liking Brown. All right, yeah, I got to go with the classics, definitely. All right, and Malignus's last question can you name some cool places you have been to? Well, I went to Mount Rainier in Washington State, and that was really nice just to be able to hike around and be with nature and hike. And then I also took a mission trip to Jamaica last year, and that was a really great experience and a really nice, different contrast to the United States and the city. Awesome. Sounds like a good time. Next up, Velox has a couple questions. Uh, first, favorite books and or authors? I just mentioned Neil Gaiman's American Gods. That's fantastic, as is his graphic novel series, The Sandman. And I've also become quite fond of John Green's novels, and I recommend those to anybody. All right. Any favorite book series? Not reading too many series as of right now, but Harry Potter and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy are both close to my heart. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Hitchhiker's Guide. I, I kind of wish they had made additional movies because the first one was pretty good, but I guess it was not good enough. All right, uh, best bookish experience? I went to the National Book Festival in D.C. last September, and I was able to meet John Green and have him sign some of my books, and that was phenomenal. It's pretty good. It's pretty awesome. I'm sensing a theme in uh, these questions here from Velox, which might have something to do with the fact that it seems every day I get a notification from uh, a book site with, from the two of you guys that it's like, hey, here's all the stuff that these guys have been reading. I'm like, geez, do they ever stop? I've been, I've, my goal is to read about two and a half novels every month this year, and I'm sure he's reading more than that, and I get a lot of good suggestions from Velox. Yeah, you guys definitely are very prolific. So, uh, Velox next asks, books you look forward to reading most? I really want to read this book called Quiet, which is a nonfiction that reflects on the power of being an introvert. And I'm going to be buying that soon. And in a couple of days, I'm going to start the video game book called Ready Player One, which has been getting great reviews by my friends. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. All right, and Velox's last question. Favorite book that was made into a film or vice versa? And which did you prefer, the book or the film? That is a tricky question. When I think about books and films and favorites, I'd have to say that Harry Potter 6, as a film, was phenomenal despite having a lot of variances from the book itself. All right, and which of those did you prefer, the book or the film more? Probably the book. The book's almost always better. Yeah, I don't think I've ever run into a situation where the uh, the film was better than the book. Actually, I just read Jurassic Park, and I think I prefer the film over the book. Really? I think the, I think the book did it better. I said that. Sorry, the uh, film did it better. Well, 
as long as you don't say the same thing about the Lost World, you're fine. <laughs> All right, last up, Sumiki has a few questions. He starts out, uh, if you have an opinion on dreams that are, are of or pertain to farm animals, what is the average electrical output of 12 and a half rare turnips? I don't know, 1.1 1. 1 gigawatts? Uh, that seems like uh, about, about right. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, do you have any thoughts on the moral and philosophical implications of collapsible celery? All I know is if we're dealing with celery and it turns purple, you're in trouble. <laughs> okay. All I know is that if we're dealing with celery, there better be some chicken wings around. What's the peanut butter? <laughs> yes. Either one of those works. Uh, what would happen if BZ Power crossed into the darkest timeline? Then Hapori Dume would control us all, and even not even Snowpori Tohu could save us. Yeah, better make sure no one uh, rolls any die anytime soon. All right, last question we got is dinosaurs on a spaceship or snakes on a plane? Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yeah, I mean, dinosaurs, I think, beat snakes any day. They're pretty I just awesome. Saw Park, and that was awesome. You two, I just saw it two days ago in 3D. It was amazing. So, all right. Well, that's uh, the last of our questions. So thanks for coming on, Ben, and talking about them. And thanks, everyone, for submitting some questions. And be sure to... Yep. And uh, be sure to keep your eyes on the front page for uh, the next lucky contestant in our staff interview series. Any parting words, Ben? So long, and thanks for all the fish. All right. That's a perfect, perfect way to end this. Talk to you next time. Later. Joining me now is Windrider for this month's How to BCP. What's up, Brian? Is it like the end of April already? I know, right? How does it sneak up so fast every time? Wow. Oh, to answer your question, I, I, I'm, I'm busy, but good. So uh, what do we have on tap for this month's How to BCP? Yeah, so I thought it would be a good idea to go over some things about the Q&A forum because one, it's my home and two, it's awesome. So why it not? It needs all the love it can get. Yeah. We need more questions, people. Yeah, stop knowing everything, people. Seriously. <sighs> I remember when there were at least three topics a day. <sighs> the good old Come. days. Yeah, yeah. But now everyone knows the rules, like the back of their hands. They all make sense. I, I no know. one complains. It's putting us out of work here. Well, <laughs> too bad. All in right. a good way. Yeah. So. But just in case you do have a question, I thought it would be good to go over things and uh, some go over some things about answering questions for those of you who like to uh, jump on those topics. All right. So what have you got? Okay. Let us go over some general rules. They are listed in a pin topic in the Q&A forum, like uh, the rules are in basically every forum on BZ Power. But just in case you aren't familiar with them, I'm going to mention a few ones that maybe aren't as well known. For example... 
If you're going to start a topic in Q&A, then consider the, the title of your topic carefully. So maybe you're, maybe you're panicking. You're like, oh my god, help me, ah! And so you type out hastily, help, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, and type out your text and post the topic. Well, okay, so the thing is, Topic titles like that don't really help anyone. Um, right. You want to be able to know what the topic's about without having to go read it. So try to be as descriptive as possible with your topic title. Yeah. I mean, it It also helps for uh, those who are using the search function. And it also helps for those browsing the uh, recent pages of Q&A for, you know, for topics that might provide some information for an unanswered question. So it, it really helps everyone. And yeah, please be specific as you said. All right. So, uh, it's definitely a good, good tip. What else? Okay. Um, it is called, uh, the BZ power Q and a for a reason. And that is because, well, it should be home to BZ power related questions only. So, uh, if <laughs> if you need help with I don't know Microsoft Word, then go to uh, completely off topic and post there. Don't post in the BZ Power Q and A. The forum is for questions about BZ Power guidelines, culture, history, um, things like that. Uh, the only exception here is bug reports. Those now now go in the tracker, as uh, you should be aware of, because we covered that in a previous podcast. Because hopefully you're listening to every single one because they're awesome. Yeah, like I do. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Okay. So, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, and uh, this one's pretty obvious, but it it happens a lot that members post a question... To which the answer can be found easily in the compendium. Now, I know a lot of us worked hard on the compendium, and, well, hopefully you all are reading it before posting a question, just so you know it's pinned. Yeah, there is a form. Right, there's a lot of great information in there that can probably answer a lot of your questions before you even ask. Yeah. It's like man, Ryan can read your mind. Pretty much. I'm psychic. All, all I'm of thinking stuff. of a number right now. 42. Oh my god, you got it. What? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. I'm like you said, I'm psychic. Right. Yeah, this is the compendium to end all compendiums. It has everything and it's rainbow color coded. What more could you ask for seriously? Yeah, not much, I don't think. Yeah. So that's that's uh pretty much everything I have for tips for people posting in the Q&A or posting uh, questions in the Q&A forum. Excuse me. Now, So for what else happens in the Q&A forum, Ryan? Well, we just leave the topics to rot unanswered for 11 years. <laughs> or at least 30 days, at which point they can, or actually, yes, there is no revival. So, <laughs> all right. So what do we really do? Okay, we answer the questions. Whoa, man, crazy. Yeah, so anyone 
uh, anyone with an account, of course, is able to answer questions in the Q&A form, and we encourage it, provided that you're not spamming the place up. And I'll cover the, uh, I'll cover the right way to go about answering questions in the Q&A shortly. So, yes, if you're looking to help out, don't post unless you are answering the question. If you don't know the answer, then posting something like, I'm not sure, or I don't know, in the topic, really, uh, that's, that's, that's considered spam. Right. It's not, it's not helping the question get answered. Yeah. And it just clutters up the topic and it's pretty disappointing uh, having posted a few Q&A topics in my day to see a new post in your topic only to find that it doesn't answer the question. So please post only if you know what's going on. Right. Now. And and I think you know you can post even if you don't have an answer. Like if you think you need more information from the member who posted the question to uh, to you know be able to uh, answer it fully. That's a good point. Yes. Um, so precision there from Mister Andrew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you feel the question has been worded confusingly or in an incomplete manner, you can ask for clarification. That's totally fine. Um, sometimes a staff member will get to that fairly quickly, but if no one has, then go ahead. Okay, so uh, repeating answers. This is a bad thing. Now, um, there's a difference between getting ninja'd, as people call it, and... Purposefully repeating an answer. So getting ninja is okay. Like if if you're like Windrider, and take a long time to type out <laughs> your answer to a to a question. Sometimes because you're careful, you know, you want to be grammatically correct and have all the right links in it. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta think about how people will interpret the post and the sentences and is this worded correctly? Right, but if you're like and Black Six. <laughs> who knows everything and has links to everything as shortcuts on his keyboard and can quickly reply to all topics and post before Windrider can finish. Well, then, uh-oh. Then you got ninjaed. And that's okay. It happens. It's happened to all of us. Now, the purposefully repeating is when you see that the question has been answered and you go to post uh, a repetition of that answer anyway. That's not good. That counts as spam. The post will usually get deleted or I'll edit it and say, hey, please don't repeat answers. Here are the Q&A guidelines. Read them. Ah, you don't want that to happen. It's no fun. Okay. Um Posts that say things like, glad I could help, eh, that's an iffy area. I mean, I'm technically don't break any rules. It's not repetition. It's not posting without knowing the answer. But eh, in the interest of keeping things clean, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd recommend against it. Right. You can edit the post that you made and with a message saying, hey, I'm glad I could help. But making a separate post, eh, yeah. Try not to. Okay. Another tip is to be precise. I mean, this is common sense. Just get as much information out there as you can, even if you, if, even if it means you that you risk getting ninja'd. Uh, 
you know, links are always good. Links to uh, previous topics or to rules or things like that. Things in the reference desk always help. Those are great. We love those. Um, and yeah, if your answers are, you know, paragons of precision, then the staff is more likely to notice them and say, hmm, this kid's good. He's pretty knowledgeable. Right. And that might help you get some proto or something. Whoa. Okay. Crazy. All right. What else? Um, this is something that I have an opinion about that might not be shared by other staff members, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway. Um, sometimes I see members offering to help outside of the topic, leaving a message such as PM me for more information. Now, in principle, this is great because it's great to help people out for the sake of helping out, you know, even if, especially if it's like private where you can't get recognized by the staff. And so it's really, a, it's really motivated by selflessness here. The thing is sometimes, and now I'm not trying to uh, speak badly about our members, but sometimes they might get a bit of information wrong. Um, so here's my advice. If you do offer to help outside of the Q&A forum, then uh, don't be afraid to redirect the member towards a staff member if you are unsure of the question, the answer to the questions that they pose. Um, we want to make sure that those who need help on BZ Power get the most accurate information possible. And in this, uh, because of this, we recommend that uh, people be directed to the forum mentor team or to a Q&A staff member because they are supposedly the most knowledgeable people on the site aside from Black Six who is <laughs> superbly intelligent. Right, and I mean, I think it's best to try to keep things in the topic because then you have it there as a reference for future people searching and like you said, other people can fact check uh, to make sure the answer is right. Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm definitely not going to punish anyone for it, but, you know, just yeah, it's, something it's a to good, think about. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. And some people might be uh, afraid of contacting a staff member, a Q&A staff member about a question. Uh, don't be... <laughs> We're the best staff. The Q&A staff is by far the most amazing, knowledgeable, and kind-hearted group of people on BZ Power. Cough, cough. Without a doubt. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, I've gotten quite a few questions in the past few months from members, and I've uh, been uh, glad to help out. So, yeah, the Q&A staff. Currently, it is Than the Moa. Rest in peace. Karaki number one lava surfer, rest in peace. Windrider, Velox, and Zeddy also rest in peace. So, uh, yeah, you might want to look at Windrider and Velox specifically if you're looking for an answer. 
because the others are all off in uh, Jamaica or some exotic location on... Oh, man, they didn't tell me? I want to go to Jamaica. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had to hear it from me and not from them. Ah, that's okay. I'll get over it. Okay. So, uh, use the official topics. There's the picture topic, the official proto-energy topic... There's also a staff positions topic. It has no posts in it, but Nate went ahead and made it anyway. Oh well. It's at the it's on page 17 right now just so you know it exists. Yeah, I'll redirect you to those topics if you post a question that belongs in there. And uh read the Q&A guidelines. That's really all I have to say. Do 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 do. do. Do you have anything to add? Uh, I don't think so. I think you covered just about everything. Oh, sorry. One more thing. Uh, Confirmation. Uh, This is kind of in the same uh, vein as repeating answers, but um, this has only been a problem in the past. It's not really a problem anymore, but it's still a written rule. So it's good to be aware of it. Now, if... Someone posts before you, posts a pretty detailed answer, and you're like, oh man, that's awesome. Uh, Some members in the past have took it upon themselves to confirm that answer, which is basically quoting the post and saying, this is correct. Now, that doesn't really do anything at all, and you run the risk of confirming an incorrect answer. So, because of that, only staff members can confirm answers. Uh, I don't really see... uh, I don't really see any staff members doing it anymore. It's okay. It was... Back when the support team existed, that was pretty much all they did. Right. Pretty much now, if uh, a staff member is confirming your answer, they're probably going to be closing the topic at the same time. Yeah. Unless it's like a day when pigs are flying or something like that then you'll see. <laughs> I don't know, I'm pretty sure I saw a Geico commercial where that happened. Uh, that is such an annoying commercial. <laughs> so, yeah, to uh, to sum up, be specific, place your question in the topic title, be precise in your answers, don't repeat answers, don't confirm answers, and do your best to keep things in the topic. All right, sounds good. Yeah, and uh, eh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> it does <laughs> well, sound good. Well, sound thank you. Good. Thank you as always, Ryan, for joining us and explaining this to the members. Yep, I hope to see you all in the Q&A forum. Yes, go ask some questions. Where Ryan's always willing to answer them for you. Yep, unless Velox ninjas me. <laughs> or I ninja you. Question answered. Thread closed. Declarative. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that we can close this segment of the Paracast now. <laughs> Good one. Talk to you next month. Yep. And with that, this episode of the Paracast is nearly at an end. As always, we'd like to know what you think about the episode. You can leave your comments in the talkback topic on the forums, leave a rating or review on iTunes 
or send an email to powercast at bzpower.com. So until next month, I'm going to leave you with Holly Husky and Genesis reading of Bionicle comic number five. Hope you all had fun. Trigger warning. Bionicle. Beware the Borok. The Borok Saga, part two of six. A dramatic reading by... Janus Janus. Holly Husky. D.V. New Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the Borok have appeared all over the island of Mata Nui. <laughs> <laughs> bringing chaos in their wake. While the Matorans see to the defenses of their villages, the Toa begin the qu- their quest to obtain the Krana of the Borok. The swarms are fierce and powerful, and the Toa soon learn that might is not the answer to this crisis. It will take all of their wisdom, cunning, and skill to trap the Borok long enough to obtain the Krana, the key to the ultimate defeat of the swarms. Even as the Toa struggle to solve the mystery of the Borok, they face another, more sinister riddle. The disappearance of Lewa Toa there. Where's the, you can read along with us. Oh, you did it wrong then. You did it wrong. Oh. You can read along with us in your book. You know it's time to the page when you're chiming like this. Yeah, let's be in now. You guys are this, I guess. Oh, dude, that's... Is that what? This is this you. Is oh, you. I was doing that. Read the title. Shut up. <laughs> to trap a Tanok. Suck it. <laughs> it's <tough>. For <laughs> seven suns, the Borak have brought chaos to Matanui. Like a thunderstorm, they strike, only to disappear again. <laughs> now the Tanok have come to the domain of Pohatu, <laughs> turning mountain ranges into molten magma. They move swiftly, certain that nothing can stop them, for nothing ever has. The energies of the Krana Ja alert the Tanakh to Toa lying in wait ahead. The telepathy of Krana Za spreads the news to the rest of the troops. Alert, obstacles, avoid or remove. Other creatures might flee from the might of the Toa, and seek a safer site on Matanui. The Tanakh are not other creatures. No, the Tanakh are nothing like anything else that has ever walked Matanui. Girlfriend. Girl. <laughs> Except perhaps for the beings who thrive deep in these shadows. The Barak carry out their tasks well. <laughs> yeah, sure, we should be complete. And we meet best well again. <laughs> Matanui will be as it was in the before time. <laughs> Matanui will be restored at last. Oh my god, many Karak and Parak have lost Krana. That must be replaced. Actions, errors. Oh my god, is the mission endangered? Nothing exists on Matanui to interfere with our work. Oh my god, nothing at all. <laughs> Are you sure this will work, Pohatsu? It like has to. We can't all fight the Borak now without receiving harm to like the entire island. So we have to outsmart them. This canyon is our trap gully. Hello. Anua dug a tunnel from the canyon wall to the sea. Then go back a frozen tunnel into its solid. Like I'm plugging a hole in a dam. When the Borak come, I'll... I hope you planned well then. The Tanook are here! Then like, let's make them feel welcome to this party, girlfriend. What? Rock shatters ice. <laughs> and fire meets water. 
It's an it will not be sun for long. I will have to be slipped to gather the <laughs> But will even Golly's speed be enough when the waters have already begun to boil? Already it feels like I'm swimming in a cauldron. I can survive in the icy cold of the sea bottom. I only hope I have the strength to survive this. <laughs> Turn it again. <laughs> No. <laughs> the gates of Takoro. Kopaka's secret will have to wait for next issue. For the Toa of Water has almost completed her dangerous task. I have been fortunate. The shock of the flood slowed the Tanook enough for me to claim some Krana. But these boiling waters sap my strength. I must reach the surface. These Tanook up ahead. What are they doing? Melting the rock wall? Wham! They have sheared through it. It's falling towards me. Wham? She's like been down there too long. Golly, I'm coming in after you. No, Pohatu, stay there. Are you like, all right? Oh, girl. Barely. If I had even been a little too slow. What matters is I have like four krana. And we must go now. Why? Like, didn't the water stop the Tanook? I am not certain anything can. Look, they're melting handholds in the rock. Won't they follow us? It like depends on how badly they want that Krana back. No, or, no sign of them. Let's go. You never know. Krana might be able to call for help somehow. There's no telling what they can do. Drive the Borak on their insane mission? Control others? Then you like believe what Vakama said? That Karana control the mind of anyone who wears one? Yes, and that just makes me more concerned for the others, especially Lewa. Days have passed since we left for Lakoro. If he encountered a Borak swarm, who knows what might have happened? I cannot rest until I know the answer. Random Galak out of nowhere. Uh. Ta-da! Where can Lewa be? Gali's question goes unheard deep in the jungles of Matanui, which is perhaps just as well, for she might not like the answer. She might not like it at all. Next, 
the power of the Krana! So I hear you're in a band. Oh, yeah, I am. I'm in the band Nervous Pudding. <laughs> and you can guess who the front man is. Yeah, yeah, I've, I would have no idea who that could possibly be. Mm, I bet it's... I think, I think his name is Josh. Yeah, that's what I heard last, too. Makes sense.